Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of Dance Mums. I mean, sorry, bitches <laughs> <laughs> with beards. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches With Beards. On this week's episode, the tea is brews, and I asked a question, shall I play mother? Sing out, Louise, sing out. We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And we both have opinions. So let's get this party started. Cheers. 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 So, Daniel, last week's episode certainly got tongues of wagging. Yes. Uh, we asked our followers on Spotify and Twitter X, where we are, Bearded Bitch Pod, how they would react to being charged $15. So, $15 in 2003 prizes for a slice of birthday cake. And surprising to no one who is listening, 86% of people said that there is no way that they would pay this, while 9% of people said that, eh, you know, it depends on the flavor, and 5% actually said they would pay it. So. They're fucking liars. Yeah, they They're are. the people that put money in a Salvation Army charity bin. Oh, Lord, people, Lord. Let's feed the homeless, but not the homosexuals. Uh, yes. Oh. And a friend of the pod, Chatsunami, cheekily suggested... That we were the friends. He, oh, we went, oh, friends. Oh, no, no, no. No, we no, were... no, no. <laughs> we know better than to charge. What would Ina say? She'd throw her drink in our faces. Then she'd make another one and go, join this one instead. Yeah, yeah. She, she would do something like that. Uh, so anyways, listeners, do keep listening to find out what next week's uh, questionnaire is going to be. Ooh. Ooh a little bit of audience participation. Intrigue, intrigue. Intrigue, intrigue. But anyway, right now it's time for our Week in Review. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So how was your Week in Review, or do you want me to go first with mine? Well, it's just been a long week, because it's been the nine days. Nine days in between recording, yes. Lots happened. The world's changed. The world has changed in nine days, I feel. The dog is tapping about. Our dog is in post-trip mode, uh, which basically means that she has been... Spoiled rotten by the lovely Christian, but Ow. what's she doing? <laughs> she pawed me. Oh, she pawed you. Oh, she did. Um, scratch, she scratch your doors. Yeah. Open up then. I mean, there is nothing. <laughs> we do. I don't know what she's doing that one for. Oh. <laughs> so the dog scratches at the door for it to be open, but she does have a really bad habit now of just scratching. Yeah. Stuff, and it's anything. Yeah, it was my foot this time. <laughs> Thank you, Dev Dog, for that entertainment. We do have um, Abby Lee Miller in the uh, audience. Yeah, yes. Dance Mums, Abby Lee Miller is here, giving us uh, sage advice. Uh, complete with Kane, complete with Kane. Lose some weight! Alright, well, anyways. <laughs> Next week, it's a Long Island medium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Teresa, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, I'm getting a calling, I'm getting a calling. Is it to the hairdresser? Mm. The secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so full of secrets. Mm-hmm. I, I was just out of my daughter and I just got a reading of this boy that I think he wanted to have sex with her. Do you have a grandfather named Sal? Sal? <laughs> <laughs> does your mum like pasta? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a Tony. A Tony? Does it, Tony I'm getting a Tony. I'm, got, 
I'm just I'm getting scents of garlic and I'm I'm getting is there a red sauce recipe? So whose grandfather died from swallowing a meatball? <laughs> grandfather Okay, that's everyone. Oh, red sauce. Red sauce was involved. Red sauce. Red oh, sauce. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I'm getting. Uh, anyways, you know the scare from us. <laughs> Who has issues with fish on Fridays? <laughs> <laughs> Traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Who has PSD for Long John Silvers? Oh. oh. Well, no. Anyway, on that note, uh-huh. talking of uh, crazy Italians, yes. I did pass through New York State, not New York City, New York State. Yes, it's a big state. I actually. Went up to Ottawa for the long weekend. That is not New York. <laughs> but we went through New York State, in which the husband, a, for some reason, New York drivers are really crazy, but when they hit actual New York State, they They've drive. Become sane. They become sane. It's really weird. It's like, you know, they revert back. you can take the New Yorker out of the state. Uh. But we did this time. We drove up to our lovely friends, Patrick and Michelle, in Ottawa. Uh, they had this beautiful uh, cabin style house. Absolutely divine. I sent you the photo oh. of me teleworking. Oh, yes. I was like, oh, I'm so envious. You've got that large window. Like, what on the other side I mean, of that window? I mean, it was beyond <laughs> that. Like, it was it was beyond right next to a lake, sat on a lake for a day. We went hiking. It was, it was divine. Even went a bit of caving. I uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Michelle went caving, um, uh, which was great. Uh, loved it. Uh, my belt was still not recovered because I was like literally swimming through caves. Ugh. And we even ended up, you know, in um, looking around the parliamentary building. Ooh, very and, nice. You know, and and and. Um, Did you feel like you're at home? May have been in someone's office. <gasps> Did you go to Mr. Trudeau's office? We did go to Mr. Trudeau's office. Oh, we can say that, can't we? Say that. Yeah, we can. The journey there was fine. We survived you this survive, time. Yeah. I'm still trying to work out Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania's still trying to work out Pennsylvania. Yeah, like, it was... It, oh, those guys, they all look like they haven't showered for five days. They all like them visor glasses. They wear them dirty hoodies. And I'm... I'm I thought straight guys were meant to be like physically fit, but none of their jeans look like they fit them. They've all got the flattest asses. I would say, no ass. We kept going and getting trapped though in small towns. Oh, I'm not joking. Okay. Like we went to go to get some some gas, about say petrol there for a minute, and yeah. it took it took half an hour to get gas. Just to go in circles, and we kept getting sent back the same direction. And then on like the way home, we went. Um, we were diverted because of heavy traffic. End up in a small town, and there was like a Labor Day parade going on. <laughs> it was totally crazy. Did, did you get a crown at the end of it and a sash? And it turns out I am like, like the Queen of Labor Day. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but as I said, Ottawa itself was was amazing. We didn't really go out in Ottawa much because it is it's, it's very cute. It's like Toronto light, very parliamentary. Well, it's a lot smaller. Uh, yeah. But we, we ended up in this, like, this little gay bar. Uh-huh. And it was very unassuming. Uh-huh. Until it was assuming. I was sexually <laughs> assaulted twice. Oh! <laughs> and I'm not joking, and I do count what happened as some level of sexual assault. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? So, I'm lining up for the restroom. Okay. And you know what? Problem number one. The problem number one. Mm-hmm. And so you line up for the restroom and there was like a, like the communal and there was a, uh-huh. the, um, the, the double sex, single sex, dual, I don't know what they call it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock on, no, no, knock on the door. Knock on the door. Because you know, because sometimes people don't check and I'm, I'm as a Brit, we do like to kind of go, are you there, are you there? I'm not, I'm getting check. Yeah, yeah. Open the door. Uh-huh. There is a guy sitting on the toilet Unlocked door. Unlocked door. 
Masturbating? Not masturbating. This guy was sitting on the toilet, uh-huh. just with his kecks around his ankles, just looking at me. <laughs> just smiling. Looking. Oh, oh, he was about to masturbate. Yeah. Not even having a shit. He was just there. Go out. Oh, I have a pee because I'm not going to put. I, I went out. Uh-huh. A pee went out. Uh-huh. The hubby uh-huh. goes in a bit later, comes out and goes, It's okay, he's gone. Uh-huh. Perfect. Went in there. Went up to the toilet to get in line again. Uh-huh. Knock on the door. Open it. He's standing, <laughs> poo bearing, hand at the back of his head, legs spread, show me his fucking mushroom cock. Oh, Oh, that is definitely... And I just went, fuck you, and closed the door in his face. That is assault. They all knew he was in there. That is assault. Yeah, so that uh, was the probably not saying it, it was, it's a funny story, but at the same time, is if I find it funny because I literally am damaged, but if you, this has <laughs> happened to you, don't ever, anyone listen to this, kind of go, oh, no, oh, was it not assault? No, that's assault. Oh, I'm yes. just laughing it off because that's how I deal with it. Because oh, that's what you have to have do, do at this point. But if you've had this done to you, especially if you're of the female persuasion and you do not like it, then don't do it. Yeah. But no, I couldn't believe that. Well... I, I'm sorry, Max. I <laughs> had no clue any of that happened to but you. Anyway, talking of, and he wasn't that attractive, but talking of lovely, attractive people, we bumped into Big Ginge. Oh, and, yes. And yes. wife of Big Ginge. Mm-hmm. Um, at the New York State Fair, my first state fair. A legit As, state fair. Yes, yeah, so we were driving back. It was the first state fair. Um, oh. Yeah. And we drove back, and the hubs was like, oh, the New York State Fair's on because it was Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Let's go back through. And we dropped off. We got there. Uh, it was it's a fair. It, it was actually really good. I was wondering, like, is it going to be like a part of a like a, a forgotten time? You know, like a little bit sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was current. It, yeah, Brett and Christina, our friends, were had never been. Oh, and it was I thought was really funny, but does not surprise me. It's a known fact that tourists actually take more locals to local events than locals do. That's true. Uh, we got some beers. We walked about. I had a deep fried Oreo, which we agreed. If someone was to produce that and put it at a table, if a if a coffee mm-hmm. would be delicious, oh, you know yeah. that. But the fact that and also Big Ginge is very diabetic and had to literally. <laughs> Blow off all the powdered sugar. Yeah, I was about to say. I will say though, because my old flatmate in England, she used to uh, make chocolate cupcakes with Oreos in them because it softens, they merge, which is lovely. So it had that same texture. We did do a deep fried Twinkie. Mm -hmm. I think it made it better. I think they did something to the cream. The cream tasted less artificial. I think it, it, I think that. It just needed to cook. It needed to cook, yeah. (laughs) But we did that. There was a whole exhibition of like dinosaur models, which was really awesome. We went inside and it was like a... Um, oh, sorry. I, I, for some reason, I was going to like the Iowa State Fair and I'm like, did they make them out of butter? No, there was a yeah, butter okay. model in there to try okay. and tell us everyone that dairy is important to kids' diets. Yeah. But it was like, there was like a walking dinosaurs exhibit. We mm-hmm. went through and I had a good time and we went and saw goats. The horse shows had ended. My hubs used to show horses mm-hmm. at the state fair years back. Uh-huh. He was a bit nostalgic. We never saw any horses, but we did see some goats have an argument. Oh, okay. 
It was quite amusing. Well, there you go, the goats. Uh, Pony, she knows what she did. That's what we're saying. Oh. That was great. And that was really kind of it. We kind of came home relatively unscathed and ended up, you know, we got a nice drink. And then Tuesday, we were invited to lovely Raymond and Anthony's to watch Ahsoka. Uh, Me and Anthony are really big Star Wars fans to spend the whole time geeking out over various things as Raymond and Hubs just basically went yeah ah bless you (laughs) Uh, no that was uh, really lovely and I just want to give a quick shout out Uh, our weekends are made possible by the sponsorship of Christian our lovely dog sitter Mm -hmm. who is also a fabulous influencer and recently I do believe got a Mac endorsement. Yes, he did. So, if you're curious about who the lovely Christian is, please check out Rain Beauty eighty seven. That's R E I G double N B E A U T Y eighty seven uh, on Instagram. Uh, he is absolutely like one of the major lights of our life, mm-hmm. uh, and the dog loves him. Always, always comes back. She's such a spoilt bitch when we get home. So, but please check him out. Send loads of love his way and give him loads of thumbs up. And that's me done. Oh, finally. Good, I can finally pour another glass of wine. Oh, there you go. There you go. Go ahead and pour your other glass of wine. So while you and the hubs were away, I had to entertain myself, and it wasn't that hard. So anyways. Just you have a right hand. Is that a masturbation joke? It's the left hand, dude. Do you sit on it and make it feel like this new person? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. you make sure it goes numb. Have you ever been Dutch rutted? I don't. I hope I haven't been. Okay, I'll tell you about that later. Okay. When you right. turn 18. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, the priest and I had a lovely little sleepover on Friday night. I know, it takes you back to Saturday. It was followed by brunch on Saturday. It was wonderful. Well, that's a good way. Oh, it's a very good way. Like, never mind that I woke up to a labradoodle staring me in the face, but, you know, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. When I first woke up next to the hubs, there was a dog. And it wasn't our dog, another dog staring me in the face. <laughs> it's part of the rite of passage. It really is. And Truman is a very lovely dog and I love him to death. But it's Such a fucking DC name for a dog. It is. It very much is. But it was just like, I wake up and there's a dog staring. And I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> How are is you? Is that his dog? It's his dog. Yeah. yeah. It's his dog. And then um, had a lovely, lovely uh, dinner with the friend Matt and Nick at Pape. The Indian restaurant on 14th Street. We'll talk about it a little bit later. There's an Indian... Which way is that one? Um, It's uh, near Church Key. That block. Yeah. It's like further down. Because you know I love an Indian. Yeah. I would I would go back there with you. Yeah. I have, mean, would... have I taken you to the one up on um, As Morgan? Yes, we've been. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, th- the three of us have been there. Um, we definitely, babe, did not do that after going to an Indian. No, no one does that after going to an Indian restaurant. Talk about kink. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, that was followed by a little nightcap at Little Gay Pub. Um, th- this is my <laughs> remark. It is little. It is queer. It is not a pub. No. There, there we go. No. I, I sort of missed the mark on that. And then um, I had a very... Uh, Interesting incident. Mr. Mark, stormtroopers have my aim. Yeah, it was, it was a rather interesting event in that they poured me a gin and tonic, and I swear it was just straight gin. And I was like, I don't want this. I do not want this. Now, see, gin and tonics are fine balance. My mum always yeah. said this. Oh yeah, like 
don't get me wrong, I'm an alcoholic, and I love my gin and tonics, but I was just like, I don't think there's any tonic in here. I was like, oh my god. And this is not talking about you, because uh, you can, but I don't think a lot of Americans understand gin and tonic. No, they don't. Like, no. they're, it, it's balanced. It's, it's a- balanced. It's absolutely, there's a balance, and it's wonderful at that. It's pop on sign. Yeah. The last thing that happened, um, I had an existential crisis. Oh no, wear a condom. No, it was not that. It was not that at all. So, I trimmed my beard and um, as you may notice it is rather short well as I was trimming the guard came off and it went down to nothing right here so I had to trim off everything so it would grow out and there is still a little bit patchy it is as patchy as a Pennsylvania straight man yes but for a moment I was wondering you know can one be a bitch without a beard and the answer is you absolutely can so we've answered that but uh your beard has short king syndrome right now it very much has short king syndrome right now uh but listeners I promise that the beard will be back it will be back it'll be better than ever but uh I'm doing it for you well I cut my hair last week right (laughs) so I think this is this is the (laughs) this is the gin and tonic of our podcast it's the balancing game and then I have one shout out for the week. Ooh, it screams my asshole. So, friend of the podcast, Jesse. Jesse. Who we met at camp. Oh, I know Jesse. Yes. yes. Told me that there is a Taylor Swift tarot deck. And all I'm going to say is Merry Christmas to me is what I did on that one. I saw that he sent that to me as well. And I was like, ooh. And he goes, I've sent it to Daniel. And I'm like, I thought you were sending it to me as a hint. I should buy some Daniel. <laughs> Well, all I'm saying is I bought it already, so don't worry. I need to sit down with my tarot deck again. Yeah, I've been trying... Yeah. This week's been a bit... Short week. Short yeah. week's in DC. Yeah. Yeah, I say do it next week. Do it next, yeah, week. next week. Oh, Daniel, it sounds like you need a drink after all of that. And yes. Not that we've been drinking, cheersing, and chin-chinning. Yes, yes, yes. So what have you made us this week? And I have to say that, you know, we open a bottle or we open a packet. Mm-hmm. But as we head, head into fall, mm-hmm. this is Daniel and I's... Favourite time. Favourite time. We have got ideas. There is going to... A photo is going to go up. Yes, Absolutely. Oh, the hubs is restoring mine because I never try our drinks. I get the drinks made for you, blasted on cheap wine up until this point. Yeah. So what I have made is okay. Right. Okay. So the hubs is going to put a little bit more sugar in it, but Daniel, do you want to take time to explain what you've done? Yes. So I. What have you done? I have made us an Earl Grey sour. So the Earl Grey sour uh, consists of infusing Earl Grey tea in a bottle of gin so we're using boodles because i love a boodles and so it's two parts earl grey gin a quarter of a shot of vanilla simple syrup half of a lemon and then some lavender bitters you're you're looking at it you're smelling it right now i can smell so there's definitely a liquor in there yes i was be saying in the spirit yes absolutely now there's something about it that i'm liking it's got a slightly perfumey scent it's not like your nan soap in the bathroom. So I infused two bags of Earl Grey tea and a bag of lavender tea in it. Now, mm-hmm. can I get a little bit personal? Yes. I've shut myself. No, no. <laughs> um, I'm getting a nostalgic vibe. Oh. Okay. And I don't know why. Oh, okay. But I think this is a, that, that means it's a full drink. Yes. Am I saying the right F? Yeah, because yeah. I can say full, can't I? Yeah, you can say full. Full. Is that? Right. So we're going to cheers. Cheers. 
what is that flavour that I'm getting? It's delicious. Probably I the bergamot. Don't get a lot of the tea in there. Mm-hmm. I well, but yeah. it's, it's, it's really delicious. <laughs> Your husband and I get the tea. <laughs> we very much get the tea. Well, because the thing is, okay, so. Earl Grey is not my favourite blend. So I know Earl Grey is not your favourite. It's a bit it's, too perfumey for me. It's my favourite blend, though. So I'm like... I like hearty looks to you, man. You're coming in. Burr, bush, yeah, fuck a woman. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Mm. You're making a face. You're making a face. What What memory have I unlocked? This is delicious and very warm, and I would actually drink this. But it reminds me of a Mexican candy. Because they use cardamom in a lot of their ah, candies. That's what it is. Oh, it's the cardamom. It tastes like go. that that weird, all oh, that real sugared cardamom one you suck for. Uh, you have to suck for all time. Ah. This is really delicious, Daniel. Thank you. We've already started next week's one as well. We have already started next week's. We are going to be experimenting through the whole of the full period. Yes. Yeah, so the next eight weeks, expect some uh, experimentation, listeners. Yeah, that's it. Oh, but it's good. Yeah. It, and this is meant in a loving way it tastes like a candle shop smells no no I absolutely get that which is the highest compliment you can give a coastal grandma so I had this before you all started recording and it was absolutely lovely it's time for the husband's I actually think it tastes a little bit like Lipton's iced tea with the extra lemon in it. I don't... To me, it doesn't it's, taste like Lipton's. Oh, I love... It's nostalgic no, I, for yeah, me. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy, though. It's such... It's so good. But like, I'm going to say this. This is what you want your fall drink to be. You want it to be nostalgic. Yeah. Like, you want it to bring back a memory of some sort. Yeah, like, a taste memory. Like, but it's something that's, that's nostalgic, but also new all at the same time. Because yeah. it's not... Obviously, it's gin infused tea we had just discovered this recipe a week and a half ago, it's so. wonderful yeah thank you <laughs> i would like to say that lipton's is a swear word in england <laughs> one of the managers at work is uh from london and we have often joked at each other and gone <laughs> lipton's oh. and it's a bit of an ongoing joke that lipton's is the weakest tea oh but anyway oh we digress we digress Well, I'm glad I have alcohol because the news this week, Daniel. You just kept having news. You were like, I have this and this. And I'm like, oh my God. You're listening to this and don't know what the term silly season is. Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't because of politics. But in DC especially, we do have this quiet period. And Mm. Daniel and I... We, we for a couple of weeks we're like there's not really much going on yeah. there's not and, and all there's this... nothing in the local news like it, it's sort of dead like Congress is out of session yeah. the fiscal year is winding down stuff is not winding back up yet like it's it's a weird lull but this week the world did produce so that is definitely enough talking about ourselves and we're going to discuss what's going on in the neighborhood you know at this point we're going to st- discuss the stories that are gay gay adjacent and just a little bit camp boy am i glad i have this mexican candy tasting motherfucker in my hand right now well yes the stories you selected at least one of them well we're gonna start straight away mm-hmm. at the darkest point and we're gonna reach into the light yeah we are definitely reaching into the light so actor danny masterson actor danny masterson was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for his rape conviction. 
Yes. As a child of the 90s, we all know him as Hyde from that 70s show. Uh, we all know, yes. As someone who also is best mates with someone who's also loving culture. Mm-hmm. He's married to Bijou Phillips, right. who is daughter of John Phillips, the Mamas and the Papas, who himself has allegations of sexual assault against his oldest daughter, one of his daughters, Mackenzie Phillips, who was iconic as being in, for me, American Graffiti, George mm-hmm. Lucas's second film, Star Wars fan here, but also multiple shows, including Orange and New Black, in the second to last, no, the last season, I think they were, in, no, mm-hmm. second to last season. What I found, I don't want to talk about this a lot, because I think it's mm-hmm. quite a dark story, but what it I found very interesting was, first of all, he did it during that 70s show. He absolutely did it during, I think, season three of that 70s show? Which is weird, because it went on, he was in there for eight seasons. Yeah. Uh, the... It, it just is so dark because well I think it's jarring because it's a childhood memory of an individual and you realize that there is something else going on behind the scenes that you had no clue was going on yeah and I just don't know I just I feel like the, the conviction was quite a long sentence and, and not like I this is not me saying he doesn't deserve it but I feel that there's always been this softened sentence to people and I was like wow they gave him what he deserved oh they actually to be honest they, they you know um, yeah. life without parole would be what he deserved for, for raping women mm-hmm. like that but I was just and then of course Scientology involved the two well, there was three women but two were convict convictions and one was thrown out or they didn't get the conviction so so there was three and I'm not sure the reason why the third one wasn't a part of sometimes this. there's just yeah. no the evidence the evidence is lacking Scientology was involved they reckon that they were you know holding them you know they were obviously affecting the case which well, goes yeah. without saying yeah and also on top of that you know Leah Remini who is uh, ex-Scientologist mm-hmm. and this is how because Leah Remini I'm sorry she's camp culture because she oh, yeah. spent seven, eight years married to uh, Kevin James in King of Queens who was our introduction to bear culture mm, it's true Very let's true. face it also she's best friends with Michelle Visage Michelle Visage they love each other yeah. and they did and so she was involved because he accused her of like faking all this mm-hmm. but what I I think the one thing from my perspective before I move on is that I feel it's interesting that they didn't turn him into a character uh, whereas I feel like Bill Cosby became the character of Bill Cosby the rapist yeah they never gave him that grace they just said you're just a rapist which I'm sort of okay. I'm okay with that. I'm uh, okay with them being like, you're just a rapist. And I feel yeah. this is just the first of hopefully, like, honest court cases where mm-hmm. there isn't a characterization of people, there isn't a Hollywoodization. It's just you the are actions. Just, you're just a man. Just the actions. And on that one, I think we can move move on. Yes. Uh, my second big bit of news is that uh, the Great British Bake Off this year or the Great American Baking Show, English Baking Show, I can't remember what they call it. Uh, They're not going to be doing themed weeks or um, uh, the culture weeks, as they call it. National themed weeks. So there will be no Mexican week. There will be next... So last year we did a Mexican week. As someone who's been living in the United States now for eight years... I was quite surprised. Uh, you got to remember that in England, we don't have this like close relationship with Mexico. Right. So the, some of the jokes were really dated and I had to set that open mouth. And I was like, I forgot <laughs> that we oh just don't know. Like, oh my God. Was a joke. We can make a joke about Mexican culture. No, we can't. Not even Juan. You know, I'm like, uh, uh, I know we're wearing sombreros and ponchos. Yeah. 
It was, it was not tastefully done. <laughs> it was not tastefully done. Uh, I'm sure the food was tasty, but mm. it wasn't done, and they're not going to do it this year. My vibe is that if they're going to go back and do that, that actually they should... I know they don't have this as their format, but if they were to get in a guest judge for that week from that country... Yes. Uh, they And who came in, set the challenges and judged, that would make it acceptable. Yes. But to white people who went on a vacation somewhere and came back with ideas... Yeah, uh, yeah, don't do it. Don't no, do it. No, it doesn't work. It's... So that's my one. Uh, next news, God, it's going to be on this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're here, which, as you know, uh, last year said goodbye to um, three of its stars, Bob the Drag Queen... Um, Eureka Eureka and Shiangela um, they've just also added they've not only had three drag queens come in to replace they've also just added the absolutely stunningly gorgeous beautiful light of our lives Latrice Royale yay we love Latrice this year instead of doing a different uh, state each time they're going to mm. take two states over six episodes I think split the four queens mm, mm. and get to know the state and the politics a bit more so they're going to do a no, bit more of a good. deep dive each time yeah that'd be good excited yeah. for that yeah. special mentions are coming I'm sorry people I'm taking your time up oh it's like he actually has stuff. Cher has a holiday album coming out what yes where she'll be doing whoa she's going to be really proud she's really proud of it and she's got some duets coming that she's never really done before and she's very excited. So has she released like when the date's going to be that it's going to come out or the number of tracks or anything like that? She may have. She's still doing that like airy-fairy mm. sort of share stuff. Mm. Um, other special mention is to Kristen Chenoweth who is married. And Yay. I can't remember her husband's name. Congratulations, Chenoweth. Which, her husband's like behind the scenes, isn't he? Is he in it? Yes, he, he, he's something in... Theater production. He's really hot. Yeah. And he's got a lovely hairy chest. Mm. She's very happy, and we love that. We love that for her. Now, and finally, and this is something I wanted to kind of bring Daniel into, but there's no news uh, really <laughs> about it. As you know, Joe Jonas and uh, what's her face? Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner, that's it. What's her face? Sophie Turner are divorcing. Uh-huh. At the moment, Joe is playing the Dopeful Dad, and Sophie Turner is being, oh my God, shock horror by the media, told she's a bad mum for liking to go out at night. I think she's earned going out at night. That's what I'm going to say. She's also horrendously homesick, apparently, because shock horror, she does not live in her home country, and I will vouch her for that. Because she's British. Now, what I find lovely is that Joe Jonas once dated a Miss One Taylor Swizzle. It always comes back to Taylor Swift. It always comes back to Taylor Swift. And people have gone back to the song that is presumed to be written about him. Uh, and I don't remember which song that is. But they spoke about how he likes to play up being Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, okay, okay. And so, uh, 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 order, order, opinion, the court of the public opinion. We have evidence, Tay... To prove that, quite frankly, I love the fact that every time now there's a celebrity breakup and she's involved, they literally go into her back catalogue and find a song that discusses the relationship. And here's the line that she said about him on this one. And people now are are, are saying, oh, like they, they're not saying using it as evidence, but going, uh, Taylor called it, Taylor called it. I, I can picture the song we're gonna have to look at this after we record like i can hear the song playing honestly mr nice guy like i think it was i think it was uh she was quite young wasn't she i think it was off of 22 yeah yeah so no i just found that quite interesting but i'm also i hope that uh sophie and joe are navigating this time but also as sophie as a fellow country person 
I've got you, girl. You've always got a place here in DC, and Daniel always makes you a nice gin cocktail. Absolutely, dear. You've earned it. And on that, Daniel, what's your news? So my news, I'm going to flip the order of what we've got it on the screen. So we're going to talk about the, uh, oh, oh, we are going to talk about the Adult Entertainment Act in Tennessee. So a federal judge has ruled that the Adult Entertainment Act is unconstitutional and that said act cannot be used to, guess what, drumroll please, ban pride celebrations in Tennessee. So Blount County, which I believe is Nashville, no, that's Davidson County. Anyways, Blount County, Tennessee, they were hosting their pride and the assistant district attorney filed suit stating that he was going to use that law to charge anyone who was at the event who hosted the event criminally in the court of law. But there was one drag queen. I'm going to make sure I get this right. One Miss Flamey Grant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I I, I was hoping you were going to get the name because I fucking love it when they do these cases and Uh the name is pure... For those that don't know young kids, there's a artist out there called Amy Amy Grant. Grant. (laughs) I highly recommend. And she was part of uh, Till Tuesday, Mm -hmm. Voices Carry. But I would highly recommend listening to her albums. They are absolutely beautiful. Yes. Anyways, so Flamey Grant, and this is a joke if you know who Amy Grant, is doing the Lord's work. And really, you know, (laughs) you're shaking your head at that joke. I'm sorry, I never would have come up with Flamey Grant. I'm sorry, I'm just absolutely like, you know what, when you just named every name, they brought a new name. No, there is a new name. There is a new name. So anyways, (laughs) Flamey Grant has, you know, sued the Blount County um, District Attorney, and so... Their pride was able to go forward, so no one got arrested for that one. So, yay, well yeah. done on that one. Just as a side note, in DC, we also have a drag queen called Helena Bottom Carter, and I really one day want to meet Helena Bottom Carter and tell her about it. Oh, I actually know Eric quite well. Yeah, I would yeah. love to know because I, I, I could imagine Helena going, Really? Oh, yeah. I'm chopped. Yeah, we should work on that one. Anyways, my last bit of news, my last bit of news, listeners, of course, it goes back to Taylor Swift. So she announced last week, because we didn't record, so we're announcing it this week, that her Eras tour is going to AMC Theatres for a concert premiere starting October 13th. In pre-ticket sales, it has already sold $26 million. She is still adding to the economy. That's a lot. $26 million in pre-ticket sales. I wonder who directed it. I looked today at it. I have no clue. I think I might go on the 14th to go see it on a Saturday. That's next Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Might go down to Georgetown if you want to do it. You should look at doing it. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, that's my little bit of news. She is still adding to the economy. So, Daniel, then, one yes. has to ask, what has been culture or gay culture for you this week? <sighs> oh, so my culture this week. So my food of the week was my lovely meal at Pape, the Indian restaurant. We had a wonderful nam and chutney flight, but I had a delicious pollock paneer. It was so good. It was everything I wanted it to be. Lovely. Also, my drink is also from Pape. It was a cardamom gimlet. So now, it, what is a gimlet? Well, I'll tell you what's in a gimlet. So in this drink, it was gin, chartreuse, cardamom, cardamom liqueur and it was served over ice it was the smoothest drink I have ever had smoother than this like it just went down effortlessly so can I just ask what defines a gimlet uh, it has to be gin and gin. I 
It has to be gin, and I'm not sure what the ratio has to be with the other liqueurs. Okay, but so, so it's, a a gym, it's a gin-based drink. It's nice. a gin-based drink, and there's a ratio. I know what's ours for a party. Yes. All right, my song of the week is the latest entry by one Miss Kylie Minogue. Tension. Oh, my God. I was going to this as well. We were driving the date release. Uh-huh. Beautiful. I absolutely love it. I might love it a little bit more than Padam Padam. Yeah, I think it's possibly got more like it's definitely that pre-pop as a clock. It's like it's like one minute yeah. on the doomsday clock to pop as a clock. Yeah, it, it, but it's one where she's owning her sexuality a little bit more than Padam Padam. You know, or at least that's my well, thought of it. Well, actually, I was looking into this one because uh-huh. it and just I'm not going to interrupt, but hmm, also, yeah. but I've I've attention down is that um, someone said because in in it she's wearing a red wig and is she going in a share era? Mm. She's now the age share was when Believe came out. Ah, she's calling back. and she, she's also she knows the gays. She, she knows gays. She knows the yep. gays. She knows the gays. Uh, my musical of the week is actually a shout out to our friend Ronnie. We saw Wicked for the first time last week, so I had to listen to Wicked this week. Yay! It still holds up. It's still it's Wicked. It Do holds you up. ever shift songs on it though? Because it's one of those I, when yes. I first came out, I love some, and now I love more than others. As long as you're mine, like I love that song. The older I get, I love that one, and I hate For Good. I'm sorry, like I hate that one at this point. I like For Good actually. I I sort of hate it. In my age, that that's my shift. Um, so last week, because I had to entertain myself, entertain Queen Charlotte, I finally watched it. Watching, I saw watching the final scene. I bawled my eyes out. It's really sad. I bawled my eyes out. But it was a good cry. But I bawled my eyes out. Listeners, go watch it. It's lovely. It really is well done. Yes. My book of the week, I have started reading Secret City. I'm getting on the bandwagon. And we're halfway through Truman right now, starting on Tuesday. So Good for you. Yep. And my podcast of the week is Out of Office, a new travel podcast. Nice. So there you go. Perfect. Daniel. Yes. My culture of the week. Barbie. I was listening to an interview, uh-huh. and it was a lovely lady, uh, politician from Mexico, mm-hmm. and she used to, she just went, I think it was the BBC, and just went, it's not Barbie land down here. And I... Oh. Loved the fact mm. that it's become or not love again. Sorry for the choice of words, but she's like uh, our mm. politics and the way that women's rights are working. It's not Barbie Land down here, and Barbie Land now has become like the sort of epitome of women's rights. You like that it's a reference and a touch point that we can all go to, and we know to show yeah. somebody goes, oh, it's not Barbie Land here. We get it. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. that. I think um, Greta's become part of the lexicon now. Barbie Land wow. is. No longer like pink and fluffy. Barbie Land is now the. T- if you said to me, "Oh my God, we went into this room. It was like Barbie Land." It means that women were heard and listened to, and actions and done. And I love the fact they flipped that. Yeah, and for that reason, I don't think it needs a sequel. It's going to get a sequel, but I, I, don't, I don't think it's required. I think they're going sequel. to expand on this universe. But I think they're going to find a way to do it. I hope they do it tastefully. And I wonder whether or not someone from like the Marvel stuff is going to help them with it mm. and that. All right. Food of the week was cauliflower French. Mm. And this is where my little... Um, so I was going to do earlier a little bit of a inner garden um, little hint and tip. So I've been experimenting with the uh, French is basically a egg-coated uh, meat or protein mm-hmm. uh, served with a lemon and butter sauce. And yeah. it's a very Italian-American from upstate New York. I 
bake this one. Uh-huh. So you do, um, you, 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 you bake you, ahead. You yeah. bake ahead. But what you do is you, it's usually like oil or moisture. Then you kind of do a flour layer, egg layer, flour layer. Anyway, this was delicious. It came out really well. The husband and I were really like in love with it. So just a like little cheeky hint and tip. Uh, if you're going to go for like a cheeky crisp, mm-hmm. uh, use uh, something like uh, cornstarch. But if you do want a robust crunch on any of your stuff, especially because if you're doing vegetarian where texture is so crucial, uh, actually whole wheat flour gives you that robust crunch. Interesting. uh, Corn flour like that, like like whole wheat corn flour is useless otherwise. But no, if you do want to coat, it gives you a good robust crunch. Interesting. For music, we've already discussed tension. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to discuss like, my song of the week is Kelly Marie's I, um, It Feels Like I'm In Love Janet One <laughs> yeah. came up and I'm going to play afterwards this but I love it and also just a shout out to all the frat music we heard travelling through Pennsylvania and upstate New York Woo. television glamorous we finally watched our season uh-huh. loved it but at the same time eh, maybe uh, there was a little bit of like what the fuck's going on with these characters oh. they did some decisions that really did not make sense oh. and they, I guess they wanted drama but you have eight ten episodes you can't do these decisions that's a 22 episode season you need to be working through yeah uh so i loved it i i loved everyone in that but i was like choices choices and then heartstopper we finish again adorably cute it's Mm -hmm. just it's heartstopper we love it um books is baking of yesteryear by bd and hollis uh, this book I was shown to by the lovely Patrick in Canada. Uh, I've seen this guy's TikToks and Instagrams before. Definitely dogs, what you do. But he basically takes a ton of recipes uh, from yesteryear and makes them now and sees that they work. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, he did the pickle cheesecake and he hated, whereas I've had that and I've loved it. Wait, wait I've had it too. But it's not... It's not dessert. No. You would put it in the middle and actually just like have it. It's if, an appetizer. Deaf dogs, no. It's interesting you didn't like that one because it is actually, it's cream cheese and pickles, yeah. which I think is divine. It's an appetizer though. But they does something called a, a tomato, uh, tomato soup cheesecake or cake. So it's an aspic? No, it's like, sorry, it's a tomato soup cake. But apparently it's got like a chocolate flavour. Oh. So I'm going to do that one first at some point. Oh, yay. <laughs> that was my culture. And Daniel, now seems like a perfect time for a break. So while we're doing our extra wine yes. and our toilet, our toilet, toilet, let's see if and Dustin a rewatch recap podcast. Yay. <sighs> let's see. No. I'm not ready to watch that yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know what? I'll just watch this again. Do you ever find yourself doom scrolling your streamer looking for something to watch, but just end up rewatching the same shows over and over again? Hi, I'm Dustin, and welcome to the Rewatch Recap, a show where guests and I rewatch every episode in a TV season or a classic TV movie to see if it holds up and making fun of the parts that don't. <laughs> So come on, rewatchers, let's revisit these shows together every Monday on the Rewatch Recap, wherever podcasts are played. And we're 
back that may have been a culture for us, but what's been making an impact for everyone else? We check the feeds, test the mood, and answer the question, what is gay culture? Summertime sadness. (laughs) Yeah. We are in the transitionary period. We are in the great war between the end of summer and the rise of the pumpkin spice latte. Oh my god. (laughs) Because we are recording this on Friday, September 8th, and the temperature according to the Capital Weather Gang is hot as balls. It's almost 100 here in DC. We're having a late heat wave. We are. are. Uh, I don't... Can we use this term? In England we call it Indian summer. Ooh. I think we can still use it. Should is, we still use it? Oh, that's a, and it's a term used in England to refer to South Asian culture of a late summer mm-hmm. where after the kids go back to school in September, all of a sudden you get like this lovely little heat wave. Like, Usually <laughs> the um, individuals whose kids are no longer in the school then dive down to the coast and get a lovely <laughs> thing. No, it's it's interesting at the moment. We are going through that little... I said, I'm still in shorts and sweat my ass off. I'm still running shirtless because uh, I have to because of sweat. I, I, I went today and I did my 14 miles this morning and I was like, like wiping crusty salt off everything. So I'm going to be very honest. Listeners... I have kept my linen out, but I have moved all the white linen to the back of the closet. Yes, because like, we are after Labor Day. Yes, I've at least done that, but I'm like, it is too hot not to be wearing linen. But I do feel now we're after Labor Day, we're ready for fall. Mm-hmm. Daniel, what do you like about fall? Oh, it's... There's a nostalgia that we were talking about earlier with, yeah. with the cocktails. Like, to me, it's, you know, it's this break from this heat and it's a little bit cool and it's, oh, it's the time for the leaves to turn and holiday season is upon us I feel we have more control for this season yes like we can make more decisions I bought for Marks and Spencer in England this beautiful burnt orange light sweater mm, we love it oh I'm so excited I know it's going to be at least if I don't get one person a week going where'd you get that from well it was Marks and Spencer so but why so is that why you think why people love fall so much well I think it's it's that coziness like it's it's I don't know you're more I don't want to say you're more sedate but like it feels a little bit more wholesome than summer like you're just like stripped down naked in summer and then in winter I mean fall it's like oh we can put on the cute little sweater and we can get our plaid out and I don't I don't know that's that's my being rose colored glasses but as you're saying this though so I feel that when it's summer like there is that whole need to get out there and I do and I do and I'll see this summer for us was not the best one for me and the hubs you know our car we had car problems which you know it doesn't sound like it's a big thing but when you've got like this overhanging of like oh my god we had to replace the transmission and also we have no car during that time Everyone's doing fun stuff, and we did do fun stuff. We went to England. We went over, to, you know, to Canada. We've had some good times, yeah. and we've also been out. But I feel with fall is where you've got this whole element of it's more like home based, and I feel that we have more control. We we can shape it. We don't have that sort of like everyone's out and about. No, everyone at fall is inside, mm-hmm. so we don't know what they're doing. Well, I mean, if you think about it. From a farming standpoint, like during the summer, you're growing the vegetables, the produce, yeah. and in fall, like you're done having to do that. Like you've canned them, like you can 
relax. You can sit back for a moment. You can have your apple cider from your apples that you've collected. You know, you can have your wine at Michaelmas. Like, situation. Psycho- no, there's that, there's that yeah, I think it's I think it's psychologically, you know, you're starting to turn off because, I mean, you're completely off in winter, like, you know, with those activities. But I think, you know, in the fall, you're starting to turn off and so, wind down. as someone that came, like, it was linked with the farmers, I know, oh, yeah. I, I can't actually all that. No, that. no, you, you, but, you can so say So, winter, is it just natural that everyone shifts? Yeah, so I would say winter was very much like you're planning for the next year. Like it's that downtime and it's planning of this worked, then we're going to you know do this twice as much this year. This didn't work, so we're going to change the location of this crop or something like that. Like it's very much a it's work of a different type. It's not physical labor. It's more mental. It's the brain. But no, I I'm, I so I I came out here. I'm I met my husband on October sixteenth. Uh, so I met him mid-fall and I actually that trip had been to Boston before we'd been to Salem mm-hmm. and we went to Salem on a real crisp morning mm-hmm. so did you feel the spirits of the witches yeah but it's interesting that I have I and I'm going to be you know I know he listens to it now but like very gushy about my husband I love him so much and I just have such full in I, I first came out to New York so I went to when I was 16 I went to Florida and obviously that Florida in the summer is Florida in the summer <laughs> but I did you know, New York on Thanksgiving and I did I, I, I like this time of year I like like fall and winter and early spring I mean spring like I kind of feel spring ends on May 5th which is the hub's uh, birthday um, whereas I feel it ends on the 25th which is my birthday and that's the start of summer we've yeah. got no man's land yeah. like I always am looking forward to that but like I don't know why it is I love I'm a bit of a homebod anyway but I, I'm so excited for we, we're doing some we're doing some fun stuff there'll be some photos on Twitter uh, Daniel and I just we love cooking we love baking we love reading it's it's, it's cosy season it's more appropriate to make soup you know yeah like, it's and I make soup I, things yeah. I, you know me I like my, my, right. love my soup but I, I, and I don't know why this year is the last year that I, I went into Christmas ready and did the whole, let's do the full holiday season. But now I've done that, I'm ready to let's make the whole full season. I'm going to be exhausted by fucking Jamie 2nd. I hope you are. But I'm, and I'm looking, I'm, and we're going to do some lovely stuff and we're doing the podcast now and like, I'm just excited for it. But no, this is, I feel also there's, um, There's an extraness about fall, mm-hmm. and I feel that it's only really owned by like the real indulgent people. Mm. So I'm always like, I just want to do fall because I love the idea of like Gwyneth does fall. Gwyneth does fall. <laughs> like in the summer, you have summer is the decorations on the American flag. It is right. the stars and stripes because it's very all, simple. It, very simple. Because you put them up for Fourth of July and you keep them through summer. Yeah. And then you get to winter and it's all Christmas decorations. Yeah. But if you have the in between and now 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 Halloween's falling into that as well. People yeah. do like these giant skeletons, which I'm like, mm, ma'am, no, can't do that here in DC. <laughs> but I'm also a little, just a little bit like there's something so indulgent about making fall another holiday. Let's do a wreath of leaves. Exactly, and yeah, I love know. that. And it's just I just want to be that person that can effortlessly go. I'll just put on my tight knit white sweater, put out a wreath of leaves on my door. Do you know what? I'm gonna put myself a glass of wine, not worry about my liver, or worry about my bank account. That's my dream. I'm gonna have some chai in front of the fire pit. You know, like it's that season, and we like that because you're intentionally pausing. Hard chai, 
Hard shy. <laughs> hard shy. <laughs> Which you'll invent this year as well. I, I, I think I think I might actually have a way of doing it. It's going to involve vodka. Perfect. But that's my one. I just, I love it. I'm excited. I'm excited that you're going to be here on this journey. I hate to say with your journey. We're just going to get so bladdered eating the most rich foods, but somehow, unlike like Diane Keating, never put on weight. No, I can't wait for that to happen. But what's your culture? So my culture is like still very much in this vein of like fall. And it's the looking forward to the activities. So... I'm going to put this out. Listeners, what are you looking forward to with fall? Yes. What are your activities that you're like, I have to do this every single year between September and November? Like, what are those things that you have to absolutely do? That just say, all right, it's arrived. I've done my thing. Is it going to a pumpkin patch? Is it going to a winery? Is it having apple cider? Do you have to, like, have cocoa? Do you have to have that sweater and, like, the perfect little photos taken out, like on hay bales and stuff. Is this just pre-Halloween for you? Or do you have to go to a haunted house? Like, is that your activity that's fall? Like, what is it? I want to know. I We're going to put out a lovely little just questionnaire and, and you know, we want to find out a poll what people yeah. are doing. But I mean, that being said, I that's what I look forward to with fall. Like, those activities. Those those little little pauses that I'm like, oh, I'm not at work and like, oh. Fall is all about the activity. Yes, it's about the activity. Not saying you have to Instagram it. Like fall is hobby season. But it's hot. It's hobby. But not season. hobby lobby. No, not hobby lobby. But it's like, oh, it's the start of collegiate football season. It's you know that. It's the start of like school is back in session. Like, don't get me wrong. I love school being back in it's session. All, it's all. It's all of season. Husband will be gone. I might even join the husband. He goes to Buffalo's fans house. We'll be watching some, but I, I saw my my first Bills game, Bills Mafia, way Bills Mafia. Yeah, but it's also like there's certain foods that you can only get this time of year. Like, you can have the fresh apples, and you can have like the pump. I don't mean pumpkin spice, but like you can have pumpkin, and you can have butternut squash roasted like ravioli, and it's fantastic. Yes, we have that all year round at the moment. I do not like it. No, but it's one of it's one of those things that I eat it seasonally because I'm like, it's a fall food. I'm not going to eat it in the middle of spring. I want it just in fall. You know, like, that's, that's me. Or it's like, oh, it's time to get out the maple syrup. <laughs> Yum. Yes. But no, I do. And I love a butternut squash because I like its flesh, fleshy texture. So a butternut squash does make a curry. Mm-hmm. Have you ever cooked with spaghetti squash? No, I, I'm, I'm married to an Italian. I actually you have he, to actually have spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, I feel he would burn me. Uh, but no, I, it does spaghetti squash taste fine. Yeah, it tastes fine. You just have to make sure there's sauce to go with it. Yeah, well, that's... I love it. Well, I mean, tomato sauce, you know. But, like, nuts. Like, walnuts and pecans. Like, mm, I love that. Toffee. I feel like toffee is a fall food. (sighs) American toffee at the very least. Now you've spoken all about fall, Daniel, all these leaves are getting here. So, is it time to shut the front door? I think it is. So what's left you gagged and gooped, my dear? Nothing. Is there anything left you gagged and gooped? No, <laughs> not at all. No, this week there was so much news, I'll be honest, that uh-huh. there was... And I looked to do a Taylor Swift story, but it was like... I think we've covered Taylor Swift. We did a lot of news this week. But I do think we both have a word of the week. We do have a word of the week. Would you like to go first? Disco cock. Disco cock. Disco cock. Uh... Is this something that you heard in a bar and 
Ottawa? No, I've known of Disco Cock and it came to my attention again. Okay. Do you, do you want to guess what Disco Cock is? I've got no clue, dear. Have you ever in your ute been out and dance and dance with someone, taking him home, and then you, everyone's been really sweaty, and then you go down on him and he's like been sweaty in a genitalia area and it smells a bit bad? No. That's Disco Cock. I. Uh, no, because... it's Betty Swallows from dancing too much. Um, it's it sounds like my personal hell, actually. Good. That that that's a big no for me. What's your one? Uh, well, same vein as your word actually is tarantism. It is overcoming melancholy by dancing, the uncontrollable urge to dance. I like it. Yeah, just dance it out. And you have a petticoat lane. You know, I sort of have a petticoat lane. If you are in an office and you send around a website to your underlings that says, oh, this is very interesting. This is something that we're not doing at our agency. I wish I had more information on it. And it's, you know, an online exhibit. Maybe click the tab that says more info and read it for yourself. Just saying, just saying, read it for yourself. Don't make someone write you a briefing paper. Uh, my petticoat lane would be that people in summer taking photos of themselves by the pool, but it used to be just legs and now it's their bulges as well. I'm like, I don't want it on Facebook. That's for Instagram and Twitter. Like, come on, guys. Like, really? That's the only way you can get attention? Shame on you. Is that because you did that? No. I just have <laughs> a lot of people like, this is our photo of us by the pool. I'm like... Right, you have a plumped up cock from a fucking gay um, underwear brand. We all know that, like, there's like sacks for balls and balls for sacks, and yeah. I'm like, we get it. We know how to you know how to plump your cock. Like, congratulations, congratulations, you're in your forties and fifties. Yeah. Really, are you fucking kidding me? No, get over yourself. Well, I think Daniel actually usually I ask you have we covered everything, but actually this week. I know we have, but even still, Daniel... We have barely set the agenda. Cheers. Cheers. You've been listening to Bitches With Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers.